Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Yeah, let's do this. Let's get to the words. First is antiperspirant. A-N-T-I-P-E-R-S-P-I-R-A-N-T. This is a noun from 1920. A preparation used to reduce perspiration. Next, we have antiphlogistic. A-N-T-I-P-H-L-O. G-I-S-T-I-C. It's an adjective from 1715, and we have the synonym anti-inflammatory. Next, we have antiphon. Is that how it's pronounced? I think so. A-N-T-I-P-H-O-N. It's a noun from the 15th century. One, a psalm, anthem, or verse sung responsively. Two, a verse usually from scripture said or sung before and after a canticle, psalm, or psalm verse as part of the liturgy or liturgy. A canticle is C-A-N-T-I-C-L-E. A psalm, if you are not familiar, is spelled P-S-A-L-M. The etymology says this is from the Latin antiphona, uh, and there's more at the word anthem. Next, we have the word Antiphonal, A-N-T-I-P-H-O-N-A-L. It's the first form of two. It's a noun from 1537, and we have the synonym antiphonary, which we will read very, very soon. Now we have the second form of antiphonal. It's an adjective from 1705 of relating to or suggesting an antiphon, 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 or antiphony. Antiphonally is an adverb. And now we have antiphonary. That's how it's pronounced. A-N-T-I-P-H-O-N-A-R-Y. It's a noun from the 15th century. One, a book containing a collection of antiphons or antiphons. I still don't know how to pronounce that word. We'll just say antiphon. Two, a book containing the choral parts of the divine office. And the D and the O are capitalized in divine office. I don't know what that is. Is that where God lives and his angels? That reminds me of a They Might Be Giants song called She's an Angel. Go listen to it. It's good. Next, we have antiphony. A-N-T-I-P-H-O-N-Y. It's a noun from 1592. Responsive alternation between two groups, especially of singers. Next, we have Antiphrasis. That's a weird one. A-N-T-I-P-H-R-A-S-I-S. This is a noun from 1533. The usually ironic or humorous use of words in senses opposite to the generally accepted meanings. As in the quote, this giant of three feet four inches. This is from anti plus the Greek phrasis or phrasis, uh, which means diction, and there's more at the word phrase. So it's a little bit like um, sarcasm, but not exactly. Next we have antipodal, A-N-T-I-P-O-D-A-L. It's the first form of two. It's an adjective from 1646, one of or relating to the antipodes or antipodes. I should know this, but I don't but we will get to that word soon. Specifically, situated at the opposite side of the earth or moon, as in an antipodal meridian, or 
an antipodal continent. I hate it when I come across words like antipodes or antipodes because I feel really stupid when I pronounce them incorrectly. Two, diametrically opposite, as in an antipodal point on a sphere. So this is a perfect example to understand what this word is exactly,、uh, because if you were to look at the North Pole and the South Pole of the Earth,、uh, those are on exactly opposite sides of the globe. Nah, not the globe. We'll say the planet, and、uh, so they are antipodal because they are opposite from each other, which is where we get the part anti or anti, and they are poles.、Uh, that's where we get podal from. Three. Entirely opposed, as in a system antipodal to democracy. Now we have the second form of antipodal. It's a noun from 1880. Any of three haploid cells in most angiosperms that are grouped at the end of the embryo sac farthest from the micropyle, called also antipodal cell. And here we have that word,、uh, and it looks like it's pronounced antipode. A N T I P O D E, but how do you pronounce the plural version? It is antipodes. That's how you pronounce it. Thanks, guys. I、uh, hope I remember that. Antipodes. This is a noun from 1549. One, the parts of the Earth diametrically opposite, usually used in plural, often used of Australia and New Zealand as contrasted to the Western Hemisphere. There is a website. I don't remember what it is, but I'll see if I can find it. That allows you to input a city from any part of the world, and it will tell you the point that is exactly opposite on the globe. We could use antipodal from the point that you input. I think I did that for Chicago, and it just came up somewhere in the water.、Uh, but it was probably pretty close to Australia or New Zealand. Number two, the exact opposite or contrary. Antipodean is an adjective or a noun that is spelled A-N-T-I-P-O-D-E-A-N. I think I just get really confused with these words because the syllable that gets emphasized changes depending on the form of the word. So we have antipodal, we have antipode. Also, the way the vowels are said changes. We have antipodes. And we have antipodean. It's very confusing. Next, we have antipoetic. It's an adjective from 1847 of relating to or characterized by opposition to traditional poetic technique or style. Next is antipollution. It's an adjective from 1872 designed to prevent, reduce, or eliminate pollution, as in anti-pollution laws. Anti-pollution is also a noun. We will do one more for this episode. It is anti-pope, a n t i p o p e. It's a noun from the 15th century. One elected or claiming to be pope in opposition to the pope canonically chosen. So it's not saying that、uh, it's a an adjective describing somebody who doesn't like the pope. It's describing somebody who is trying、uh, to become the pope. Uh, when one has already been chosen, I guess. I think I am going to pick antiphrasis as the word of the episode, a n t i p h r a s i s, because it's a very interesting word 
in and of itself, uh, but I also like uh, the definition. It's an ironic or humorous use of words and senses opposite to the generally accepted meanings. Uh, and I just, I sort of like that sense of humor. All right, that will end this episode. Thank you for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.